0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Madeline. What is this called?
1: It's the Grim Cities. The Grim Cities. The Grim Ones. Yes. Uh,
0: uh, uh. Uh, we are obviously your favorite podcast. But more specifically, your favorite horror podcast, based here in the Twin Cities. We talk about haunted, paranormal, and otherworldly topics, both here in the Twin Cities and beyond. It's
1: all very grim. It's so grim. Yes.
0: It's more grim than our prospects for our life. (laughs) (laughs) And that's saying something. And that's saying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we're so excited to be back with y'all. We...
1: We took a little break. We took a little break. We've we started been- up and then we took a little break because it was a lot of work.
0: It was. And we said season two, but like in chunks. Yeah. <laughs> but we never forgot about y'all. We're very excited. I think if you,
1: yeah, we think about this all the time. We do actually. Yes. Um, and what better way to completely embrace the Halloween season and spirit by just continuing it through November?
0: Exactly.
1: Nightmare Before Christmas stuff.
0: Honestly for us, Halloween never ends. Never. It's a year-round celebration for us. I
1: got yeah, look at all, look at all these decorations. I mean, truly. Madeline has her uh I got my little jack-o-lantern. Oh, I should I should light that up. You should. Oh,
0: we forgot Katrina's candle again. Um and by we, I mean me, cuz I'm the owner <laughs> of it and I keep forgetting it. Katrina, gonna... friend of the pod, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we really need to get on that. All right, I'll bring it next time. I do
1: have a candle lit, though.
0: You do. And it actually smells very good in here. Is it fall themed?
1: harvest something, I think. Yes.
0: So very fall themed. Very
1: fall. There's acorns on the outside of it. I love that. To indicate harvest.
0: I love that. Mm -hmm. So we usually start every episode off with horror headlines. Yeah, we do. And uh, I'm going to have you go first because I'm not sure I have one. Oh, no. What? I know. I know.
1: Okay. So... My horror headline is <laughs> I watched two horror movies last night Okay, and I got to scratch them off of my horror movie poster that I have over there yes. that we've talked about multiple times.
0: And you haven't scratched anything off in a while. So no, this is I great. Haven't. It was
1: great. I, I had a very productive evening. I, I got to scratch off two of them.
0: I love that.
1: Very, very weird films. Very 80s. All right. First tell me one, what they were. Basket case. Never heard Which of it. Which is about this man, this young man, he carries a basket around, and he travels to New York City, and you find out that inside of the basket is this deformed kind of, like, gremlin kind of creature. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I'm picturing um, Voldemort from Harry Potter at the very end, when he was that, like, crumpled up baby. You know what
1: um, I mean? I would say picture more the head of Jabba the Hutt, oh. with, like, little hands and <gasps> arms.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but like for some reason, cute?
1: (laughs) I mean, sure. If you're. Yeah. Oh, but if it's in a basket, (laughs) it's little mini size. I mean, you know me
0: and the rough, creepy skin. Remember the painting that I loved so much? Oh,
1: yeah. Actually, you would like this then. Yeah.
0: So it's really kind of sounding like it's up my alley.
1: Well, I mean, I could pull up a picture of what it is. Honestly, I wish you would. Um, So you find out that this little creature and this isn't really spoiling the movie at all. You find that this is the case almost immediately. You find out that this little creature, (laughs) the man who carries the basket around and this creature were once conjoined twins. Oh, and they were separated. Oh, and so the movie is them going to take revenge on the doctors that separated them.
0: Oh. Okay. Tell me more. I'm very intrigued. Well, oh, that's,
1: that's, I mean, I, I, that's it. Alright. <laughs> so that's the picture of them two together. Oh, God. Oh, Yeah, God. it's, it's really, it's a really upsetting creature. Oh, or I shouldn't this... even say creature, because it's, like, technically human.
0: This is even worse than I thought it was. Okay, so I'm gonna describe this to the listeners. Please. First of all, it is sitting in a toilet.
1: Yeah, I got I probably could have chosen a better... <laughs>
0: Yeah, so what I'm that pict- one's
1: for both of them, so I was like, Oh
0: what I'm seeing right now is this young man sitting in front of a toilet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. inside of this toilet looks like what I can only describe as a dookie turned demon. It is this beige brown, but very fleshy, like, fleshy, wrinkly proto-human type of something like proto-human. Ooh, that's an excellent description. Thank you. You're like, welcome. It's uh, she's doing too much. She's got too many uh, wrinkles. She's doing
1: too much of just the top part, but not enough of the rest of the body. So
0: (laughs) it is a face yes, attached to what I can only describe as uh, small, lumpy appendages Mm -hmm. of various sorts. Um, Coming out of the forehead is what I think is an arm. Coming out of the bottom half is what looks like a breast and a hand. And, um...
1: But also, mind you, he is squished into a toilet in that picture.
0: It's very concerning. I feel like we're going to have to post this for the listeners.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the movie is very grindhouse. Mm, So it's early 1980s New York. Mm. And it's just, it's very, I mean, honestly, for some of the parts that were incredibly uncomfortable to watch, it still was pretty good. Yeah. It was definitely creepy.
0: And honestly, for our listeners in New York, we have a few. This might be a trigger warning, actually, because... Something tells me it's actually very likely that you might find something like this in your apartment in (laughs) real life. So something tells me New York really has this sort of thing going on.
1: I mean, that's where they all go, right? Uh,
0: I mean, the Demon Dukies. Yeah, they all live in New York. Demon Dukes. Demon Dukes. (laughs) It's like Daisy Dukes, but creepier. Yes. I love that for us.
1: I love that for the demon Dukes.
0: No, I love that for us because we don't have to live there. Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, we don't. Okay, so. I feel like I I need to show like a better picture.
0: Was it good though?
1: It was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, there were parts that, I mean, it was very creepy. Like I woke up and I was still thinking, wow, that was really creepy. Yeah. There's a second one too. There's like a sequel. Jury's out on it still. Yeah. Is it like, I mean, don't go in expecting it to be. It's very B-level horror, I would say. Okay. I don't know. If, am I going to get in trouble saying that? No.
0: No. Of course not. <laughs> I
1: feel like I am, by like the... But I also watched one called Demons. Okay. Also very 80s. Very, like, rock and roll Motley Crue. It's about these people who are invited to a pre-screening about this movie. Yes. Where people are turned into zombies in the movie. And you find out that this thing that turns people into zombies in the movie is actually in the theater as well. And so <gasps> all of these people that are trapped in this theater... <laughs> get turned into zombies it was just so extra and like so gross
0: i'm kind <laughs> it, like, of obsessed
1: so much bile and blood it oh was of just, course like, well absurd. it's a
0: confined space with zombies yes
1: exactly right and it's also like and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be kind of over the top and creepy and gross i love that and it's produced by dario argento okay who you guys know did suspira Yes. You know what you're kind of getting into once you see Dario or Gento pop up on the screen.
0: Okay, but what I also want to know is in terms of plot line and like longevity of the storyline, how I feel like in a small theater, everybody would be turned to zombies in like two seconds. No,
1: it's a giant theater.
0: Oh, it's a giant yes, theater. Yeah, this
1: building is huge. Think like multiplex.
0: Got it. So yes. it's not just one. I was picturing like one screen.
1: You were thinking like the Riverview. We're correct
0: here. correct
1: where to be fair that is a place where something like that would happen oh, probably according to you 100% yeah. <laughs> yes. Dan saw one movie there <laughs>
0: Uh, and what was that movie it you... was the
1: labyrinth and you loved it well, it's his favorite movie you guys that's
0: something that we'll disagree on <laughs>
1: it's, his favorite, it's his favorite movie
0: It. okay I will say I'm willing to maybe give it another chance I'm not no I I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm really not it was so bad Madeline I have wanted to walk out of a movie more than when I was watching that movie. There were several reasons. For some reason, David Bowie was very creepy in that movie. I know he's, like, your favorite. You love him. I
1: do, like... I'm a Bowie fan. Yeah, and he...
0: I mean, honestly, in terms of, like, his whole career, like, amazing. Icon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But that movie, I don't know, it was, he He just, ha- he played it very well, which I think is why it was creepy, because yeah. he was the Goblin King, and he just gave me this sort of unease and this, uh, I don't want to look at you sort of thing. The other reason was the sister of the main character who got- Oh, the little brother? The little brother Toby? was the one who got kidnapped, right? Yeah. So the sister was a piece of
1: Shit! <laughs> yeah, she's just like typical self-involved oh, teenager. She
0: was so bad. I wanted honestly, like, obviously, he didn't deserve it, but like, I almost was like, she was like, oh, like, I want my brother back, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, honestly, you deserve to not get him back because you did this. Like, this was all on you.
1: That's young Jennifer Connolly. <sighs> that's what another part of my favorite was like. This one went on to star in like The Beautiful Mind.
0: Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Also, do you remember my least favorite scene of the entire movie?
1: Oh, God. I don't remember, but I want to guess. Is it the hands?
0: Uh, no. Close. Ish. Eh. I'll give you a hint. Okay. What comes to mind when I say the color pink? Do you remember the headless monsters that were just tossing their heads around?
1: Oh, my God. That's right. I they could remove their it. heads and throw them around. I hated it. Oh my god. I hated it. <laughs> Dude, I just will never not laugh at the image of you <laughs> watching when I turned to see like what you were thinking during that movie and it was just like pure terror <laughs> across your face of like, why? Why? What is this?
0: <laughs> I it just I don't know. It was very much like I was tripping on drugs, but I was not on any drugs. Mm. That's a feeling I was getting. And you know what? Maybe I can give it another shot. I'm very skeptical, but I know it's your favorite, and I want i want to do Next this Halloween. for you. No,
1: no, 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 no. We all have our boundaries.
0: It. I want to do it for you. That's what friends do. Like, I force my friends to play Big Buck Hunter with me, right? You
1: love Big Buck Hunter. I do, and yes.
0: none of my friends do. So I feel like I need to do this for you. Like I
1: don't remember the last time I played Big Buck Hunter, though. Oh,
0: I mean... I can fix that. Where is there one? Uh, 19 bars. Shout out. Hey, girl. Yay. I was just there last night. Amazing.
1: Um, <laughs> they have it at uh,
0: several bars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, none of them usually work. They're always broken. But you take what you can get.
1: Yeah. So. You're an opportunist.
0: Okay. So if you had to pick between the two movies that you watched. Oh, which for, to recommend? To recommend to our listeners. Mm. Or is it like you would recommend both?
1: I mean, they're both fun. I guess Basket Case had a more solidly outlined plot in a lot of ways. Okay. And character development.
0: Got it. So it's a little bit more of a buttoned-up story. I would say, yeah, will. yeah, definitely. Okay, I like that.
1: If you like campy eighties horror, you can't go wrong either way. All
0: right, good to
1: know. Mm-hmm. Dan, I feel like we've just been talking about me.
0: I mean, we're always just talking about you, to be honest. That is
1: so <laughs> true. But I am more interested.
0: I mean, you are. You so, are. No. So I do have a horror headline. Excellent, Madeline. Recently, a friend of mine made me aware of this project that they've had going for a couple of years now that I never knew about, and I was kind of a little salty. I mean, they're a newer friend, so maybe I can't be that salty, but like the fact that I didn't know about this sooner... Anyway, their name is Damien, friend of the pod. Hello, Damien. Shout out. Hey, Damien.
1: Like the kid in rosemary's baby
0: exactly yeah
1: oh wait or is it the omen anyway (laughs) keep going wasn't it rosemary's baby no i think it was the omen we'll have to look it up later or write in let us know practice
0: <laughs> but anyway so Damien has this amazing website that he created Madeline okay that documents all of the Minnesota and Twin Cities area haunted attractions what and puts them in one easy to look up place that you can just go and it is amazing so the website is called the Harry ghost so hairyghost.com. and let me just read the description that they have it's The Twin Cities is Mm -hmm. the birthplace of modern Halloween, which we did an episode on that, Anoka. we did. So the Twin Cities is the birthplace of modern Halloween, and as such, we have a very vibrant Halloween scene. The Hairy Ghost aims to catalog this excitement. So literally, I'm going to show you this website, Madeline. I'm
1: pulling it up now. Oh,
0: you're pulling it up now. Yeah, yeah. is that okay? Yeah, just hairyghost.com for the listeners.
1: Oh my God. And it's
0: so cool. Like literally he goes through and he lists everything from like haunted attractions you can go to, events that are one weekend only. And it's so detailed. He'll talk about, you know, the location, the price, uh, if it's an all ages event or if it's an 18 plus
1: event. This is so cool. Yeah, This is fantastic.
0: It's so cool and I think it's genius because there's so many things going on and sometimes it's hard to keep track of all of it so it's kind of nice to have a place you can just go to.
1: Absolutely.
0: And look all of this up. You know, he goes everywhere from Screamtown to Abandoned Hayride. He has a thing about the Wabasha Street Caves. They do a Lost Souls tour. They have
1: Monster Mania Halloween Workshop. I know. That is so cool. isn't
0: this amazing? I love it. Um, and what's great about it is me and Madeline like to pretend we're experts, but I have gone through this website several times. And every time I've found an event that I have never heard yeah. about.
1: We honestly
0: just don't know shit. I mean truly We are posers We try our best But really we're trying And <laughs> this is extra special Because Yes And this is part of the reason Why I wanted to bring it up Is he listed our podcast On his website Shut up Because he said In his own words That he really enjoys the podcast And he thought It would be something That people that visit his website Would also be interested in That is in. so
1: kind and thoughtful I love it
0: I know So he posted A little description Of our podcast I posted a link to it and yeah I just think it's such a genius idea because we don't have anything like this or we didn't that I knew of
1: I just would type in Google
0: exactly I'd be like
1: scary stuff haunted house yeah and And then I would have no idea where to start yeah
0: and it's great and also what a cute name the hairy ghost so cute so cute how did he come up with it Uh, you know what that's a very good question he does have a very wonderful beard Oh. so that could be part of it yes um but yeah I just thought it was fabulous and I thought you guys would all enjoy it even If you're listening to this after Halloween, it's something that has been a project of his for several years. Yes. So it'll be around and uh, definitely a resource that we can use in 2023 and beyond. And also
1: a new friend. Well, I guess new friend for me. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, We will have to invite him on the pod sometime. Let's do that. Next Halloween season. As you can tell, he's got a lot of does knowledge. he
1: do that like year round you know because you know they have those ghost conventions or yep. paracons and stuff like that so does he post about those year round as well that's a
0: very good question I will uh will will we gotta bring him on I know well we'll do an interview so I don't have the answer to that off the top of my head but I will say that I can follow up and we can post an update oh Perfect. But yeah, I just thought it was fascinating. We That's got another awesome. shout out, which so we awesome. always love. And um, we just love anybody who is making haunted mm-hmm. events and activities in the cities more accessible to everybody because we are obsessed and we want everybody to be as obsessed with spooky shit as we are. So, we are obsessed. Yeah.
1: So we want to find all the other people who are also obsessed. Exactly. We got to build that community. I
0: mean, we sound desperate, but I think I'm okay with being desperate in this case. I was
1: like, I was gonna say, if we sound desperate, it's because we are.
0: Yeah, it's because we are. So, so please, please be our hunted friends. Please, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So yeah, HarryGhost.com. Uh, check it out. It's really cool. Really cool aesthetic too. Yeah,
1: it's got a really cool background. Yeah, I think he scheme.
0: designed the whole thing as well. Dang. Um, Damien correct me if I'm wrong, but Damien
1: will you help us with our website? Yeah,
0: for real. Are uh, you saying I'm not a good enough designer?
1: <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying we don't have a website. That's true. That, we don't that's, even but have that's, merch. It's on, us. it's on us. We got stickers.
0: We do have stickers. Does he want a sticker? Is technically merch. So I think that's merch. It is merch. But we've got so many more ideas. We just got to make them happen. Yeah,
1: we do. So.
0: We'll work on it. Yeah. But that's my horror headline.
1: I love it. That was so cool. Thank
0: you. Thanks again to Damien for, honestly, uh, all the work you're doing. That's amazing.
1: Fantastic. Our kind of people, yes. <laughs> for sure. So, speaking of getting to know people and people who share our interests, yeah. I thought that we could do a second getting to know you episode. Yes. Kind of like the second episode of our second season. Yes.
0: I love that.
1: Should I just let the interrogation begin? Yeah,
0: let's do it. I've never been more ready. Really? No, I'm actually. Wait not. until
1: you hear these questions. I know.
0: I'm very concerned. Dan? Yes.
1: My first question is what is your favorite cryptid?
0: Oh. <laughs> That is a very tough one it's because, tough one. and the listeners can relate to this if they've been listening for the past season. We've covered a couple of cryptids that I fell in love with that I didn't know about before. You love one the of big them, sea. Peppy, the Lake Monster, yeah. you know. But if I have to be honest, I know it's so cliche. I'm gonna have to say my favorite cryptid is Bigfoot. Sasquatch. really yeah that's I, cool i love a sasquatch um I, I
1: love a sasquatch
0: i do um i'm on the lookout for one i will find one one day
1: i love how if you drive north of the cities maybe 20 minutes they people have the little cutouts yes in their yards yeah yes. I, I think that's always fun to see
0: well and so my obsession with sasquatch got even more profound this summer because i went on several trips this summer one of which to colorado and the other of which was to portland And in both of those states, they have all sorts of Sasquatch paraphernalia. Like we went to uh, Pike's Peak in Colorado, if anybody's familiar. And on the way up to the peak, they have Mm -hmm. like a Sasquatch crossing sign.
1: What? Yeah.
0: And in Portland, there was this little shop on the side of the road that sold really beautiful handcrafted life-sized Sasquatch carvings, like statues. You didn't bring one home? Um, they were very expensive and oh, I also, I don't know if they would Let me bring that on the plane You would have
1: to get it It's own seat You would absolutely Have to buy it It's own ticket
0: Yeah mm-hmm. Which honestly Would probably be worth it At that point
1: Oh my god I would love to see Somebody on a plane With a little right? Five size right Are you next kidding to, me
0: I would honestly Iconic Ico- Iconic, iconic. Move. That
1: man would go viral Or, so, wo- yeah. or woman Or non-binary Sorry, uh,
0: Non-binary Yeah Yeah Those days Over there Another Those great podcast there, Another great them. podcast What I find so interesting about Sasquatch is they are both so ubiquitous in pop culture and yet so mysterious. Like, everybody knows what a Sasquatch is. Everybody knows somebody who has claimed to see one. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, everybody knows somebody who's like, no, I've seen a Sasquatch. Or like, you know, I know somebody who's seen a Sasquatch.
1: I know many people who love Bigfoot yeah. and Sasquatch. And so mm-hmm.
0: I just, I, I find it so fascinating. I also kind of love how there is this almost... um family tree if you will because i would say that like a yeti is very similar Yeah, and it just seems like there's a depending on where you are in the world and what your culture is a lot of cultures and a lot of people have that sort of similar cryptid in their.
1: oh yes yes yeah i know what you mean it's very
0: universal yeah
1: yeah Yeah because you got Yeti You got the Abominable Snowman Exactly yes, yes Yes And
0: that's another reason I find it so fascinating Is like you know There's other very famous cryptids mm-hmm. One of which that comes to my mind Is the Loch Ness Monster But that is just an isolated thing Like everybody knows the Loch Ness As the Loch Ness Like there's no variations on it I mean there's Peppy, But that's not the same You know what I mean Yeah Whereas like, like you said You've got the Abominable Snowman you do. The Yeti The Sasquatch Like it just seems It's something like...
1: that's seen across cultures across the world Yeah, yeah. I, th- I find mm-hmm, it so fascinating
0: mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with that I know it's a little cliche Sorry listeners But I'm gonna go with that
1: Hey he's a favorite for the masses for a reason
0: Exactly It's yeah. just like Same thing with like being basic There's a reason being basic is popular Because it's fun Yeah
1: it's also just like so easy And so easy yeah. So
0: same thing with Sasquatch It's so fun and so easy <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there you go. Just like you, Dan. <laughs> Just like me.
0: There you go. I'm sorry. So, Madeline, what is your favorite crust?
1: Well, you actually mentioned mine. Uh,
0: did I? Yes. Does it start with a P?
1: No, it starts with an L. <gasps> Nessie, the Loch Ness. yeah, the Loch Ness monster. Uh, I heard about it when I was in second grade, and I was just smitten with the story. Is mm, what I will say.
0: I love that. I think it's so cool. I love that. Plus,
1: I love like Scotland.
0: Actually, beautiful backdrop. Now that you mention this, yes. Have
1: we talked about this before? Did you do a school project on? Yeah. <laughs> you did, didn't you? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Weird freaking kid over here. Well,
0: yeah, but fun.
1: Yeah, fun. But very weird. Very weird.
0: Because <laughs> it's very much coming back to me. I was like, you did a school project on Loch Ness monster. I sure and did. Turned it into your class, and you thought that was normal. I and had I to present
1: it. it yeah. yeah, and it. Was, I thought it was normal.
0: And honestly, did it go down well?
1: You know, I didn't lose friends over it.
0: There we go. That's so. all you can ask
1: for. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can ask for, really. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about, like, all of the other school projects that we had to do. Did you have to do that ever? You know, in elementary school, you had to pick just a random topic. Yeah. It did not matter what it was. And you had to create a poster board, a visual. Yep. And then...
0: Those, like, trifold poster boards. Yeah, remember those? Yeah. yeah. I remember we did those. I can't remember specifically anyone that I did, but... Oh, yeah. We, we did that a couple of times, I think. Like... You just randomly picked. And it was such a range of topics that people would pick. Like, oh, it was it's
1: wild. It's like somebody would obviously
0: different. do like sports, and then the next person would do like. The Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> and then somebody else would do like my Magic the Gathering cards. Like, really? Yeah. Like, it's so random. Oh my
1: gosh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I love doing those because I love doing the poster boards and stuff.
0: I do too. Yeah.
1: When <laughs> I was in third and fourth grade, I did actual models of stuff yeah and presentations and I did like a (laughs) This is so fucked up so I went to St. Joan of Arc Catholic Church in South Minneapolis growing up so I was like oh I'll do Joan of Arc that's kind of interesting topic I think my dad suggested it and then my dad suggested hey Greg you're listening I know he said you should build a model of her being burned at the stake no no So I built a little like village.
0: No, you did not. (laughs) Yes, I
1: did. I built a village, and the buildings were built out of sugar cubes. Oh my god! (laughs) I ate so much sugar making this project, and then I used. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am both traumatized and obsessed
1: at the same time could you imagine an eight-year-old bringing that in if you're a teacher like what well here's the funny thing is immediately when you said that i had this
0: image in my head of like you bring this to class like you're all proud of it you're so excited and your teacher's like what? And then they like, we need we to need, talk. We need to talk to your parents. <laughs> so then they call your parents, and your dad picks up, and he's like, yeah, no, it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. No, no. so, like, maybe this is actually even more concerning, but my teacher loved it. Oh. Because she, like, I think she just loved that the, so much effort was put into yeah. the visualization of it. And I used little Playmobil people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the villagers and one as <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That is honestly, though, iconic. Yeah. And, oh, God. I want to. And also I, shout I out to see. Greg for the idea. I want to know if there's pictures somewhere. If there's a picture somewhere, I will post it. Oh, my God. On Instagram and every everywhere else. But the following year, I did the project on William Shakespeare.
0: Ah, uh, yes. So
1: relatively more normal, right? Yeah, a little bit. And I built the Globe Theater.
0: No. Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, it was really
1: cool. We hung on to it for a long time. Now, my
0: question is, Please. were you allowed to actually light her on fire?
1: No. Oh. But we did. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Oh, dang. I would
0: have been so excited. No.
1: <laughs> the pyrotechnics.
0: I would have loved it. No. I mean, you've got to go all out. Yeah. Your poor Playmobil toys.
1: I was going to say, I didn't they Damage the Playmobil. Yeah. We got those still.
0: Uh, do you? Yeah. I, wonder I think if so. We still my mom and dad kept a couple of our childhood toys in case, like, you know, grandkids grandkids or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if we still have ours too. I bet you do. I should check that out. But oh my god, so Greg. yeah, the Loch
1: Ness Monster was my second grade project. <laughs> T-
0: Greg, tangent. an icon.
1: Icon. You're a legend. I am? No, Greg. Oh, Greg, yeah. What a legend. You truly. So I love it. He's got all those ideas. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's a good one. Yeah. What is your favorite podcast outside of this one? It can be horror related or not.
0: Okay. Favorite
1: spooky podcast outside of this one is mm. what I should say. Or maybe Grim, True Crime.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has shifted. I used to be very obsessed, as many people are. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are as well. I used to be obsessed with My Favorite Murder. Mm. But within the last year, I've kind of shifted my favorite true crime podcast over to, have you ever heard of Crime Junkie? Yeah love.
1: With Miss Flowers? Yes, Ashley, A- Ashley Flowers. Ashley Flowers. And
0: her co-host, her name is slipping my mind right now, but those two are phenomenal. And what I like, so I love My Favorite Murder, but what I love about Crime Junkie Is it's much more just the story. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of fluff around it. Like they're Mm -hmm. not that the fluff can't be entertaining, but I kind of love you just listen and there's not a ton of banter back and forth. It's just like you get the story Mm -hmm. and you just can really kind of become more immersed in it. And I love that.
1: It's a really informative one too. It's
0: very informative. Yeah.
1: I like her tagline, the be rude, be weird, stay alive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's so accurate. It is it's so accurate. You
0: know. And I could have used that when I was in Greece. So really I need to take that advice to heart. Yeah. So it's true. I am gonna say though, my favorite podcast Outside of spookiness mm-hmm. Is have you ever heard A scam goddess Yeah I'm obsessed So that's not Necessarily spooky But it's kind of That's re- true crime It's related yeah. So she calls it True con
1: Ooh. So like
0: Instead of like Murder and stuff She just yes. talks about Cons, capers, swindles
1: Ooh swindled That's a good one too yeah.
0: So th- I think that's My favorite podcast uh, Right now
1: I like the intro To that podcast Yes mm-hmm. Scam
0: Come mm-hmm. Do not sue me. Sorry. And then, yeah, I think other than that, I mean, there's really only one other amazing podcast, and that's the Groom Cities. I mean,
1: yeah. Well, except for the other two that I'm about to mention. Oh, okay.
0: Laid on. To be me. fair. Laid on me.
1: So one of them that I love this time of year is Spooked.
0: Okay, I am unfamiliar.
1: Fantastic. It's on Luminary Podcast Ooh. with WNYC. It's a New York one too. Mm-hmm. And they have people come on and tell these actual experiences that they've had and they do an amazing job with like the background ambiance like yeah. with music and then they also add like the sound effects of what would be happening in that story yeah so like if the person says so we went upstairs to see what that noise was and they'll like mimic the sound of a person going oh. upstairs oh it's so good I it's love so that. good so i recommend that if you want a really good scare
0: okay because those ones
1: have really freaked me out some of those yeah those ones have kept me up at night but my all-time favorite podcast is Sinisterhood.
0: yes sinister
1: hood yes. and it's kind of like scam goddess they'll yes. take a crime or something spooky and then they'll just talk about it and mm-hmm. the thing that i like about the true crime that they cover are it's not all murder yep but even if they are murder they don't focus on the gratuity of the crime they focus on the after effect and they focus on like the trial oh okay and the case that moves forward with it yeah because one of them is a lawyer and so she's able to it's so fascinating she's able to provide all of the legal background that goes into certain things like this yeah so it's fantastic i just love it oh so good
0: that's wonderful. All right, I'm going to check that out.
1: Yeah. Do you remember I played that intro that one time, and at the end, it's like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to kill you.
1: I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's so good. Just once, I want them to do, I have been trying to contact. But, <laughs> about your car's extended warranty. Oh my
0: god. I honestly wish they would.
1: Oh my god, I have crack up.
0: That is amazing. I'm obs- upset. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to contact you regarding your car's extended
1: warranty. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love those. So yeah, that one's mine.
0: I love that. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, Honestly, great
1: recommendations to people who listen to this podcast as well. Yeah, great
0: recommendations all around.
1: Write in yours.
0: Yes, please. Give us
1: more podcasts. I love a podcast. Uh,
0: I mean, we're obviously podcast hoes. That's true. I need new podcasts all the time because I run out of content. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, all of my podcasts, I'm all caught up. there's no new episodes. Oh. I need a new podcast. So oh, I feel yeah. always open for recommendations. always.
1: And if it's one that's been around for a while, the better. Yes. Because then I have so many I can just listen to over and over. Exactly. Again. Well, yeah.
0: and I'm one of those people, it's one of my weird, like, OCD things is whenever I start a new podcast, I always have to start from episode one. Oh. Like, I don't start from the most recent. I go back to the very beginning and just listen from the beginning.
1: So with the Sinisterhood group, it starts on episode 13. Yeah. And I didn't know that because I will jump around between topics as they sound interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they. In one of their later podcasts, they mentioned like, "Oh, there's a reason that we started this podcast on episode 13. It wasn't just because it's 13 or whatever." They said no other episode mattered until 13 because of the story that one of the hosts, Christine, tells. Yeah. About going to In-N-Out Burger. Oh no. And having to shit in her car. <laughs> oh, no. In her car. <laughs> what? She's, she's like, because she was like, it was like around her honeymoon, and so she was on a diet, and she went to go in and out burger, and she got like a beef patty that just like went right through the system. Oh. She was like, I couldn't make it to the bathroom. She was like, so I took the in and out bag, and I just pooped in the car. Oh my god. <laughs> <In the car. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> In the car, and then afterwards, she was talking about how she didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so she just put it in the parking
0: lot. Oh like, no! Like under
1: one of the spots, I guess. And she says that then a car rolled. Oh. <laughs> a car parked in the spot where it was, and it was like raining. <laughs> oh no! So it's just a wet, soggy a river. bag of shit. Yes, yeah. That you know broke, and then like
0: yuck yuck like this, but also this
1: poor unassuming
0: person also props to her for being comfortable enough to share that on air oh my god i love that
1: amazing they're amazing <laughs> They're icons. So if you do check out Sinisterhood, the first 12 episodes aren't missing. It starts at episode 13 because they realized nothing else mattered before that Okay, moment.
0: but now I kind of want to know what that missing content was.
1: I do too. Right? I wonder if they'll ever release it or something.
0: Like as like a special maybe like Patreon thing? I think, yeah, I,
1: would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if it was a Patreon thing. Yeah.
0: That's, anyway, yeah. it is <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm obsessed.
1: So, okay. Ooh, what's your favorite urban legend?
0: Oh, I love... Take that question. Oh, there's a lot of really good ones, but I'm going to have to say we kind of grew up with this story. I think we've talked about this before, too. Oh, okay. But I would say my favorite urban legend is Slender Man.
1: Oh, gosh. Just that because one's so creepy.
0: It was so creepy. Mm-hmm. And also, it had real-world consequences. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is so interesting. Like, there's a lot of urban legends that it's kind of, like, it's just so far removed from our day-to-day lives and reality that it's harder to connect with. But, like, this sent two young girls to jail. One of them, I think. I don't know if the other did. But, yeah, I just, the whole storyline behind it and how quickly it permeated the media Mm -hmm. just seemed like within a couple weeks it went from like nobody knows what we're talking about to everybody's hearing about slender man in every asset like major news corporations were talking about it people were talking about it at school at home at you know
1: it it, it was very prolific
0: yeah so prolific and seemed to take over so quickly
1: yeah and the media that came out of it too yeah have you ever played the slender man game
0: no. On
1: Oh, it is so stress-inducing. I watched is our it? friend John Manley, shout out John Manley, play it one time when we were hanging out in college. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's very stress-inducing because one of the features of the game is, I think you're trying to hunt him. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But you can kind of hear like a heartbeat oh, kind of like through no. it and like the heartbeat speeds up as he's getting closer no. to you in the game. And so it's just fantastically designed yeah. in that way. But also very stressful. Wow. Yeah. I might have to play it. <laughs> really that. creepy. Yeah, you'd love it. I might oh, you'd have love to. It.
0: Well, friend of the pod, Kyle. Shout out Kyle. We do like a weekly game night, so maybe that'll be our next our next oh, game. Oh yeah,
1: try that. Yeah. Yeah, see what happens. I love that.
0: Ooh, okay. And he's super into it too, so or like horror and stuff. Oh yeah, so. he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> he's been talking about Megan nonstop. I cannot <laughs> wait to see <laughs> that okay, movie. <laughs> it looks so dumb but so good yeah I would say does that count as a yeah why legend? wouldn't it yeah, yeah of
1: course absolutely yeah
0: so I just find it so fascinating just because of how much it affected people's actual lives I agree so and we kind of not grew up with it but we like because we were a little bit older like college age but just kind of how it was relevant to like our time period it's timely mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah so. I agree I would say that's my favorite. What about you? Okay,
1: so obviously it's hard to choose just one, right? Right. So Bunny Man was one of the first ones because I'm thinking favorite in terms for me, I think ones that freaked me out a lot as a kid, Mm -hmm. but the ones that scared me the most is how I'm going to equate it with like favorite, I guess, ones that stuck with me. So one of them is Black Eyed Children.
0: I'm unfamiliar
1: So these are paranormal creatures That are kids So on here it says age 6 to 16 No kids are always the creepiest Yeah. So kids that will show up at your door They'll show up at like a residence And typically they'll say hey we're lost We need to use your phone or something like that So like they'll try to get into your house They have to be invited in and they have to be let in Yeah. They're pale They have completely black eyes
0: Why would you let them in then? I
1: mean because they look like kids who need help Oh And like, I mean, if you're not peeking right through your door or whatever. Right. And you just hear and you're like, hey, like, what's going on out there? And you hear a kid at your front door and it's nighttime. You're thinking to yourself, "Okay, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll come in and typically some of the effects that people said afterwards is that they'll die from nuclear radiation exposure. Like cancers and stuff
0: excuse me
1: yeah it started in the late 90s
0: no thank you
1: do you want to see a picture i do i want to do an episode on this now but they really creep me out so i also don't
0: oh no yeah, they're scary no. it's a scary one yeah you know what it kind of reminds me of the grudge
1: oh yeah yeah with
0: yeah. the like blacked out eyes and the kind of creepy childlike presence agree yeah yeah definitely Interesting Yeah and I mean Especially if it's at night I was like Why would you let them in If their eyes are black But if it's at night You're not going to be able to tell No You know And they're outside And then you bring them in And you're like Oh shit Mistakes were made Yeah (laughs) I've made a
1: huge mistake Mistakes were (laughs) made Made yes So reason 1,020 Why I don't want a house
0: (laughs) Also Reason 2,020 Why you don't trust kids Nope No terrifying
1: terrifying so that's one that's a good one. i don't know if this counts i also like the blair witch legends that kind of popped up after the movie yeah i would just count that people, those yeah because like people just thought it was real
0: yeah i thought it
1: was so cool the way that movie was marketed
0: oh 100 the yeah. marketing team on that genius
1: genius yeah so good oh my god so good great oh outside of the paranormal what are some other spooky topics or grim topics you like to learn about
0: oh actually so i'm kind of a weirdo in this regard but I find very gruesome medical things very fascinating.
1: Oh, like accidents, diseases.
0: Accidents, diseases, more specific accidents. Yeah. Uh, Like there's, sorry, trigger warning for the listeners. There's this one thing that can happen to your body that I just find fascinating. Oh man, trigger
1: warning for me. I don't know if I (laughs) want to hear this. It's
0: called degloving.
1: Oh! (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I just, I find it fascinating. So there's this whole I have several friends who are like nurses or in the medical field and I didn't realize this until, you know, being friends with them is there's this whole side of the internet, like Instagram, Facebook where it's like doctors and nurses and people in the medical field follow these Instagram accounts, and it's all just very graphic posts of, like, real patients experiencing, like, real crazy shit. Oh, my God. And I I find it fascinating. It's fascinating in several ways. One, the things that some humans have experienced mm-hmm. is both tragic and also, like, impressive in a way. <laughs> like, impressive that you had this... Crazy accident, and you're still living. You're, yeah, you know. So that's fascinating. Also fascinating that there's people who do this as a job, and they deal with this day in and day out, and are able to go to work every day.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, just, just another Tuesday. Just, <laughs> just, oh, what? we got another
0: amputation. <laughs> oh, Sorry, God. folks. That, it is
1: wild. It is wild. Yeah. Respect to the people who so, handle those accidents. And, yeah.
0: So I would say sure. if that counts as grim, I would. Count I it
1: absolutely would count that as grim. Yeah. That
0: that's one of the interests I have is like grim medical things.
1: That makes so much more sense with the two sentence horror story that you wrote now too. Oh my God. I yeah. didn't even think
0: about it that way. Yeah. But yes. Yeah.
1: For anyone who doesn't remember, Dan's two sentence horror story was basically it was a point of view of a patient who is getting operated on. But... Is awake
0: yeah, During like, the procedure The anesthesia didn't, didn't work Didn't work And there.
1: But he can't move
0: Yeah It half worked Like they yeah. were incapacitated But they couldn't speak up And
1: also the doctor Was clearly uncertified Because he was not wearing a mask
0: He was not that He was, was smiling I don't know if that was like I did it on purpose Or if that was just a plot hole
1: It worked It
0: worked Yeah so. Sometimes the best plot points Are mistakes so.
1: That's true I think Bob Ross calls them Happy accidents
0: Exactly Outside of horror specific, what's a grim topic that you're interested in?
1: I enjoy hearing about cults Ooh, and
0: learning about different cults. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you have a, f- I almost, no, I almost no, don't want to say no. favorite, but do you have a cult that you find particularly chilling? We'll They're that
1: all very chilling. Yes. The most recent one that I think is absolutely terrifying and horrific is The Next V.M. with Keith Rainier.
0: I don't know if I'm familiar with that.
1: So, if you or anybody has HBO, there is a documentary series called The Vow kay. that is now available mm. and it covers the topics. It's just wild. Okay. It's wild to learn about a person who is either that sociopathic or psychopathic or maybe just delusional, Mm -hmm. but it's also like humbling to recognize and like learn about the people who do end up getting involved in some of these spaces Mm -hmm. because it's people that you never would have expected. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of backlash and there's a lot of scrutiny to people who do end up getting pulled into these cults and these situations and people think, well, that will never happen to me. Mm -hmm. I'm smarter than that. And Just, no. It's It's people that are just like us that get pulled into these things. 100%.
0: And it's good
1: to be aware of the Uh, dangers of it.
0: No, totally. I actually watched an episode of the show one time. It's a really good show that I like to watch. It's called Explained. Mm. And they're just like half hour episodes about just various topics. You know, they'll do anything from the environment to pets to whatever. And they did this episode on cults. And I found it fascinating because they described what you were saying where there's not like a quote unquote specific type of person Mm -mm that is susceptible to being drawn into cults, it's more circumstantial. And what I found fascinating is these people happen upon these desperate times in their lives and the cults really just prey on that desperation, Mm -hmm. you know, so it starts, and a lot of cults, it's not like you're just immediately in it, it's a slow burn. Yep. So a lot of times it'll be like, you know, you feel isolated from people in your life. So you're like, oh, this group of people are accepting me. I'm gonna go to a couple events and meet people and Mm -hmm. hang out. And it just starts as kind of like, I'm just going to meet people and do this thing. And then they slowly start to purposely drive you away from people in your life and isolate you even Mm -hmm. more so that you become even more desperate and more dependent on the cult. And eventually where you start questioning people people outside of the cult and start trusting what they say. So it's very much like a vulnerability in human nature itself.
1: Yes, exactly. And
0: that's kind of what makes it Mm -hmm. even more creepy and fascinating. So.
1: So yeah, that's one of them.
0: That's a really good one. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I said thank you, but <laughs> No, I <laughs> yeah, just Yeah, so so next VM is one and then Heaven's Gate. Heaven's oh, Gate. Oh, Heaven's is Gate. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yes. Tindo.
0: <sighs> crazy. I know. It's crazy.
1: I tell you what. I tell you what? Well, I got a couple more. How about yeah, that? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So because we just finished spooky season and Halloween season, who is your favorite scream queen? Mm,
0: I have an answer right off the top of my head: Say Emma it. Roberts.
1: Oh, for American Horror Story!
0: American Horror Story, scream queen, scream queens, the legit. She is. Fascinating. Yeah. She is fantastic. Mm. She is, I think she's a phenomenal actor. All of the people in American Horror Story kind of made that show iconic, the writers, the actors, whatever. But somehow, like she really brought a presence to that series and kind of made it a cult classic, in my opinion. Yeah. She plays those roles so well.
1: She's super talented. And
0: she's very versatile in her roles. Like she can, and that's part of the thing that I love about American Horror Story is like, you know, every season is different. And so these actors have to adapt to new roles and it kind of shows the breadth of their prowess and mm-hmm. their craft and their abilities. it shows yes. that they really can act and they do a great job and I think she's I
1: bet they have so much fun with that too oh, to God. be a part of that ensemble and get to try on different roles all the time
0: yes yeah. it'd be such a fun show to be on is your favorite so this is where I need to apologize to you and the listeners. I've really only seen three seasons of it. Oh, I haven't seen half. any, so. <laughs> oh, okay. So the first two, phenomenal. The first one is classic. I really liked the second season. That was the, that was the Asylum. Asylum, yep. Really, really great season. I watched season four, which was one of the worst things on television I've ever seen in my entire life. It was awful. There was no plot Horrible! It was the one about this traveling carnival and all the carnies. Oh, it just was. There was no storyline. Was that line. Uh, freak show? Freak show. Is that, what's he? Saying? Yes. Okay, freak show. So I. Some of re- those
1: get super grim and super gruesome. Yeah.
0: I just really did not like that one. It wasn't even that scary. It just, it was confusing. And then I didn't finish this, which I need to, but they kind of reclaimed their expertise in the field with Mm. the season Hotel. I liked that one. I thought that was another
1: good one. Oh, God. I heard about the opening scene of that one, and I just almost threw up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, no way that I will ever sit through this. And also, what is the point of this? And <laughs> also, it, just why?
0: Yeah, yeah. I never finished if, that season, though. If anybody so.
1: wants to know what we're talking about, I'm only going to say one word. Because I don't want to trigger anything. But I will say this. Drill dough.
0: Yeah. That's a great way to summarize it. I
1: read it online. Nice job. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So that's my favorite screen.
1: Emma squeak, Roberts. Squeam,
0: squeam, That's my favorite scream queen. I think I know who yours is, who but I'm going. Who do you going, think
1: mine is? I'm
0: going to let you say it. Should
1: we say it on the count of three? I have two.
0: All right. Let's say it on the count of three.
1: I'm going to say the one I think that you think I'm going to say. One, two, three. Jamie Justin Lee Long. Curtis. I do. That was the other one. That That is not wrong. That is right. Yeah. Yeah. That is the other one. So I love Jamie Lee Curtis just mm-hmm. because I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I mean, who? Doesn't? I think she's wonderful. I think she's such a cool human being. Really I love is. watching her in the Halloween movies. Yeah, they're so campy. They're so fun. And I know that's super cliche, but she is the original. She is the icon. But I read somebody online make the point that Justin Long is an underrated Scream Queen because he has been in a lot of horror movies.
0: It's interesting because now that you said that, I'm starting to remember a lot of the things. I would have never.
1: Right? He was in Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. He was in Drag Me to Hell. He was in Tusk. Holy shit. And he's in the new movie Barbarian that is coming out. Yeah, which looks so good. That looks so scary. You know, I want to go see it. Holy
0: shit. I know. I can't believe I overlooked him or Justin like, Long Wow, that's a really good one I like that a lot He's
1: great Anybody who wants another podcast to listen to He's just a gem he's Yeah, his what's his, his podcast called again? Oh yeah. Life is short, I think I'm double checking His podcast is Life is Short with mm. Justin Long okay, And recently like, he had Allison Lowen on And she was the co-star in Drag Me to Hell
0: Ah I mean, props to you That was a great answer
1: Thank you I didn't come up with it Somebody on the internet didn't. I just saw that and thought, oh my gosh, they're so right.
0: Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I love that.
1: I love all of our answers. Okay, so last question for the day. What famous villain are you most scared of?
0: that's good. Wow. I can first tell you that the most famous villain that I respect the most and am not at all afraid of is Lord Voldemort, the true Lord. Hello. -er. Love you, bitch. Slytherin. I know.
1: It can be any slasher movie. It could be a literary villain like the headless horseman, Dracula, Hannibal Lecter.
0: A Hannibal Lecter doesn't scare me. I have nothing for him. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no meat on my bones. It's he's not gonna want anything for me.
1: <laughs> he might he might like twinks. <laughs> he
0: might. You never know. He might want something different with them though, but
1: mm, True. <laughs> I am going to
0: say... Can you go first while I think more about it?
1: No, because I have to think of one, too. Oh, wait, no, I think I got one. Okay, so the first thing that comes to mind for me is... I always think, like, The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. So any of those kinds of villains, obviously, demons Mm -hmm. in general. But I will say Freddy Krueger really Mm -hmm. freaks me out because he attacks you in your dream mm. and you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's terrifying.
0: Yeah. That's that, one, one. that
1: one really creeps me out. And you know how much I love sleep.
0: A hundred percent. I
1: love napping. Well, and like, I love sleep. <laughs> Don't take that away from me. And
0: the thing that makes that extra scary is that a lot of times we think of sleep as our one escape, like mm-hmm. our one safe place to go and get away from the day to day and the scary shit that's going on in the world is like we can turn our brains off and sleep and rest. exactly. And he's taking that away from you. I like, know. It's well, and it's so also scary. it's also
1: inevitable. Yeah, it is absolutely inevitable. Like you will fall asleep at some point. You yeah. cannot fight that. Right. You know, Dracula. All right, don't go to Transylvania. <laughs> you know. Right. The freaking Cthulhu. Yeah. Avoid the ocean. Yeah. Is he an oceanic villain? I think I he was like. So. Uh, anyway. Write us in. Yell at us. Yell yeah, yeah, at us. Tell us what we're doing The easiest doing way to get listeners is to piss people off. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, my God. I can't <gasps> believe I didn't think about this right away. The horror villain that I'm most scared of, Chucky.
1: Oh, child's play.
0: Yes. 100% Chucky. A, I hate dolls and toys. You do. They're the creepiest. You hate them. They're so creepy. Second of all, that little fucker is so nimble and agile. Like, he can get into small spaces. He can cross. He's fast. Yeah. He's fast. No, I don't like him at all. Also, he's very creepy looking. Very.
1: I saw that movie for the first time a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, Child's Play. What would you think about it? I love that it's the mom from Seventh Heaven. Yes. (laughs) Random. I thought it was scary, though. It was creepy.
0: It's the toy slash doll thing Mm -hmm. that I've always thought was so creepy. Those will never not be creepy to me. Have
1: you seen Talking Tina? The original Twilight Zone. No. I'm talking Tina. <gasps> no. And I'm going to kill you. Oh. Oh, it's creepy. It's sh-
0: oh, I want to see shusty. that.
1: Yeah, it's creepy. You'd love it. That's a good one. Yeah. So did you have dolls or anything like that growing up? You're, that's your what's brothers? weird is
0: I didn't, I mean, like I had action figures and stuff, but none of them were creepy. I don't know where this fear came from. Yeah. And that's what's confusing to me. Yeah. I didn't have any like crazy experiences with friends or relatives that had dolls. I think it was just some innate thing that grew over time.
1: I mean especially if that's one of the first exposures that you've had to dolls and you think oh all dolls are evil.
0: Yeah 100%. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've told you this before but I to this day will not walk into an American Girl doll store.
1: (gasps) I didn't know that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah because. Wow is it just all their lifeless eyes staring at you? It's the lifeless
0: eyes staring at me and I think the thing that makes it the most creepy is they will have displays that have like 12 of the exact same doll in it. it's like an army of dolls like mm, what are you trying to do mm-hmm. raise an army to kill us all no that's mm-hmm. not okay mm-hmm. i hate it also you walk past and you see all these like little girls and boys they have like a salon where you can bring your doll in and get its hair done and i'm like why are we doing... with your doll yeah why are we doing this why are we promoting this because it's fun no
1: i had american girls growing up so of course you did yeah
0: that's why you're so deranged
1: it didn't help <laughs> 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 but did it hurt <laughs> yes <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So are you pretty happy that there's no American Girl doll store in the Mall of America?
0: Oh yeah, I was very happy when
1: they got oh, rid of that. God. I was really I was really bummed.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you were.
1: Mm.
0: Not my problem. I'm going to
1: bring my American Girl dolls here and just set them up somewhere. Fine. Random. Then I'm going
0: to set up my pentagram and hail demons in your apartment. That
1: was so rude. Well. That was like that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> you took it one what? step too far. <laughs> Not fair.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm kind of sorry.
1: I am moving out though, so
0: you are. Mm. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you. Me too. I'm excited. For the listeners who don't know, Madeline got a beautiful new apartment that I'm so excited to see. I'm
1: mm. so excited to host things there. Yeah. Well, and if you need help record moving, there. let me know. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Anyway,
0: that's not the point yeah. of this podcast.
1: <laughs> it's not, but it's one more thing. You guys get to know about me. Yeah, exactly.
0: We're, mm-hmm. This episode is all about learning about us. So,
1: Getting to know you.
0: Yes. Well, so, those are some great questions. You definitely caught me off guard with a few of them. So. I am so sorry. No, uh, in a good way.
1: This is one of those. Gotta get the scoop. Yes. Hard hitting interviews. Yes. yes. Right in with any of your favorites, by the way. Yeah. Or and send also, in questions if you have any. I was going to
0: say, if you have anything else that you guys want to know, Ask us. Ask us. all you gotta do well that was another awesome episode thank you all for joining us again and thanks for sitting through our questions and listening about us talk about ourselves
1: yeah it's our favorite thing to do
0: (laughs) it is so in the meantime like we said if you want to send anything in there's a few ways you can get a hold of us we are on social media facebook instagram and twitter at the grim cities or you could send us an email at the grim cities podcast at gmail.com
1: thanks guys Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Live your best afterlife. Any of that makes sense?
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it didn't seem that outlandish. I
1: just I started saying all these words, and I was like, "What am I saying?"
0: Oh, it made sense.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>